So welcome to our Sunday Bhagavatam class. Um, and uh, okay, we'll begin. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So, uh, just one moment, I'll be right there. Okay, so um, we're going to do, going to begin the Bhagavatam today with uh, verse 11322. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So, 113.22 is Andhakpuraiva Vadiro Mandapragyascha Sampratam Vishirna Danto Mandagni Saraga Kapam Udvahan. This is a very uh, graphic medical diagnosis, which Vidura is giving to his older brother. He said, Andhakpuraiva, from the very beginning you were blind. From the very beginning you were blind. And uh, why is he mentioning this? Because he's saying that, okay, you were blind, everyone treated you really well, almost too well. And, uh, but you're not going to enjoy this world. And then Vadhiro, now you're hard of hearing. Manda Pragyascha, and memory is shortened. Uh, this is not, Manda Pragya doesn't mean necessarily dementia, uh, but it does mean that uh, it's like your brain is slowed down. You're getting a little slow in terms of your thinking. So not necessarily dementia yet, but he's not sharp-witted. He's becoming a little a little slow-witted. Uh, you're not sharp like you used to be. Sampratam. Uh, recently, Prabhupada says, Bishirna Danto. Uh, your teeth are loosened. So it's, it's kind of awful. Mandagni. And uh, your Agni, your fire is slowed down. Use the word twice, manda. Manda means dull or slowed. Or, and so Prabhupada translates this liver action decreased. You just, you can't digest like before. You're, literally, your fire is slow now. Saraga kapamudvahan. And you're coughing up uh, mucus. Mucus is coming up. Saraga with sound. It's literally raga, raga, of course, you know, is a musical term. 
but saraga, so with you know, like you're coughing up mucus. So this is like a pretty graphic description. And Vidura is saying that um, you cannot seriously think you're going to enjoy life here in this situation you're in now. And so, and then it, it gets even heavier actually. Uh, the next verse 23, Vidura says, Aho, Mahiasi Jantor. Carl translates Aho as alas. It's like an exclamation. Aho, Mahiasi Jantor Jivitasha. How very great is the hope or the desire uh, for life to live in this world of a creature. So jantor, not the most flattering word. It can mean of a living being or just of a creature. In other words, Bidura is saying that, uh, hey, let's uh, go for a second. Let's go for a second to the Sanskrit dictionary and see what this word jantu means, which Prabhupada sometimes translated as animal. It can simply mean an, uh, a creature. So first, a creature, a living being, a man, a person, and any animal of the lowest organization. It can mean worms or insects. So it's, he's not directly saying you're an animal, but he is... Uh, he is telling Jigarasta, you're, you're just some creature, a soul in a body, and uh, your desire to live is so strong that don't, you know, in other words, he's saying he didn't use the word, but he's saying you're really, you're really in a shameless situation. And then he really throws the knockout punch here. He says, Bhimapavarjitam pindam adate, and you take in the sense of eat. Pindam, the remnants, which are up of Arjitam, which are just sort of thrown, thrown away by Bhima. So Bhima killed all the sons of Dhritarashtra. Bhima killed all his son. And so if you think about like that classic scene where a man is sitting or a woman at a, you know, at, at a table eating and there's a dog there that's sort of whimpering, wants something to eat. So the you know, the man or the woman's kind of throws some food under the table for the dog. That's actually what he's, that's the image that Vidura's. He says, Grihapalava, like a, Grihapala means literally the home protector, but it, it means a household dog. He said, you're like a, like a, just like a pet dog, just like, like the guard dog really would be more, uh, you know, the, the home protector, literally. Uh, you live off of, you take the remnants, which kind of Bhima just throws under the table. So this is a very humiliating and uh, shocking picture. So Vidura is, he's taken off the gloves here, so to speak. Vidura tried to be, you know, tried to encourage his older brother, but now he's just really telling it like it is. No diplomacy, just really using shock therapy here on Dhritarashtra. And then the next verse, Agnir, and now he, he, he just keeps going. Agnir Nisrista, literally fire was set, was released. And so he's saying that, that you tried to burn them alive. I mean, this is, this is pretty horrible. Datas Chagaro, 
and poison was given. So you try to, you know, through your son, uh, fire was set, poison was given, their wife was polluted or insulted. Dropity and her Shatram, their land was stolen. Danang, their land and wealth, their land and wealth was stolen. And what is the value of life which is simply given to you by these very people that you tried to burn alive, that you poisoned, you know, through your son, through your son, that who you, your son whom you um, tolerated and just, uh, you know, looked the other way. Poison was given, you know, their wives were, were, were offended and insulted and polluted and, and their land was stolen, their wealth was stolen. And these people who you abused were allowed to be abused in so many ways, now you're trying to enjoy a life which is given to you by them. And of course, within a Kshatriya community, these arguments are overwhelming. These are overwhelming arguments within the within the context of Kshatriyas who are supposed to live by honor. And of course, Dhritarashtra, he's blind physically and he's... Um, He's old. And so that's why Oho Jivitasha, just the desire just to keep your life going is so strong. And uh, so Vidura is just waking up Vidurastra and it's really shocking him into understanding what's really going on. And then he says in verse 25, Dasyapi Yang. Kripanasya jijivi show, paraiti nichato jirno jaraya vasasiva. So, so in spite of uh, this body, he says, this body of yours, Kripanasya jijivi show, actually, he says, this body of yours, and he calls them here a Kripana or miserly. In other words, you're just, you're not seeing the big picture. You're not trying to understand what's ultimately for the best. You just have this really small-minded kripana. Also, you could translate something like small-minded, and you just want to continue your life, show. But the body, paraiti, it will go away. <laughs> it is, your body is going to go away. Prabhupada says, will dwindle. Anichato, even though you don't want this to happen, Jirno, it's old, deteriorated. Jeraya, so it's deteriorated by old age. Vasa Siva, like clothes. Here, Vidura gives the same example that, that Lord Krishna gives in the Gita, like old clothes. You have to cast them off. And so <clears throat> Prabhupada translates uh, this verse despite your unwillingness. Despite your unwillingness, anichato uh, means unwillingness to die, and your desire to live, even at the cost of honor and prestige, your miserly body 
will certainly dwindle and deteriorate like an old garment. So it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. It's already bad, and it's going to get worse very soon. So there's absolutely no material future here for your Dharastra. So then finally, Gatasartam imang deham virakto mukta vandanaham avigyata katir jayat savaidhiram. Udahrata. So Vidura says, indeed, a, a dira is Udahrata, declared to be someone who uh, can give up this body, Imang Dehang. This is the first line, which is Gataswartam. Uh, Arta means purpose, value, and uh, Swa means. Uh, its own value, its own purpose, gatta, which is gone. So this body, because the purpose of the body is to live a life and, you know, to enjoy life, to experience the world. But here, Vidura says to Dhritarashtra, your body is gatta sartam. Uh, its purpose, which is to allow you to experience this world, enjoy this world, that purpose is gone. Your body, the purpose of your of this body of yours is gone. And so what you need to do is birakta, detached, you know, somehow detach yourself, mukta vandanaha, free of bondage, or Prabhupada says free of obligations. Bandana, bondage, or being tied to things. So free of obligations and detached. Avigyata gatir, with your movements unknown or your destination unknown, gati from the verb gam, to go. So your goings unknown. There is don't, of course, nowadays we, we text everyone and, and, and you know, we, there's Zoom and Skype and everything. But in those days, you went, you, you left, you went, and that was it. Nobody knew where you were because Jitarastra is not going to send back messengers with a sort of day-to-day report. This is where I am now. So abhigyata gatir. So with your your goings unknown or your destination unknown, jayat, one should give up uh, this body. One should give up this body whose purpose is now gone. I mean, the purpose, the body's purpose is, is gone. It's not there anymore. And birakta, detached, free of bondage and, and uh, to other people, detachment. So a person who does this, savaidira, that indeed is a dira, a, or a, a wise person, or a detached person, probably used to say sober person. That person indeed is declared to be a dira, a wise, sober person. So, uh, and then uh, Vidura goes on. He's, so he's saying what a... Uh, He's described in the last verse that uh, Adira, what Adira is, now he's going to say what a Narotam is, which means best of men. So, one who, uh, in whom uh, detachment has arisen. One in whom has arisen detachment uh, 
Svakat Paratova either uh, from from because of one's own understanding, one's own determination, or from others. This can also mean anyway. That's enough for now. So Jatsvakat Paratoveha Jata Nirveda Atmavan self-possessed, like Bhagavan means one who possesses Bhaga. So Atmavan, which is also, I think, found in the Gita, means one who possesses oneself, self-possessed. It means that uh, you really have embraced your true identity. You've embraced your true identity. And therefore, uh, you're not like a person with amnesia. You're not like a person who has forgotten themselves, which even in English, if, if someone's really behaving badly, someone may say, you're forgetting yourself. So it's a question of remembering who we really are and being in possession of our real nature. For example, I'm eternal, but if I ignore my um, if I ignore my true self, then I'm not really in possession of myself. It's just like if I have money in the bank but I forget about it, then I'm not I don't really have it because I don't know it's there. I've forgotten it's there. I'm not using it. So to remember who we really are, to really live our life authentically, according to our true identity, that's Atmavan. So So one in whom detachment has arisen, either from one within oneself or with the help of others, and has become detached, and who is Atmavan, self-possessed, and placing... Uh, Hari in the heart. I mean, Hari, as we know, Krishna is already in the heart. So what does this mean? Uh, I think, obviously, uh, it means to really, in your mind, because Krishna is in my heart, but I can be unconscious of that fact. I'm not thinking of Krishna, and so I haven't really consciously focused on Hari in the heart. So uh, placing Hari in the heart, he's already there. But it means placing, bringing that into my conscious mind, remembering that fact. And so in this state, gehat, from the home. Geha means griha, another word for home. So from home, prabrajate, one should set forth. Uh, one should set forth. Actually, paribrajate, paribrajate is like paribrajakacharya or uh, vana prasta. So it's, that's the idea. Pra means like going forth. So prabrajate, one should go forth from home. In other words, leave home. So a person who does that is narottamaha, is the best of men or the best of human beings. Actually, Prabhupada translates it. Best of human beings. So now Vidura gives even more specific instruction. He says, one should go then to the northern direction. The northern direction. Of course, in India, this is very much about Indian geography because uh, if you go north in India, you come to the great mountains and or the foothills, and that's where uh, people go to perform austerity to get away from it all. We don't find big cities. We don't find uh, a lot of sense gratification up in the mountains because uh, you know, there's no agriculture. So there's not all kinds of food there. 
uh, you know, they didn't have big delivery trucks back then with groceries and supermarkets in the mountains. So when you go north, you're not going to have a very opulent diet because, you know, they don't do agriculture up there. And it gets cold, you know, it freezes. It gets, it gets very cold at night. The winter is severe. Uh, you're going to be pretty much by yourself, maybe with some other sages. There's not a lot of people up there. And in general, it's a place of austerity, sort of giving up the world. So he says now, he said, one must go to the northern direction. Or you must go if it can be you. Actually, it is you because he uses in the second line the word bhavan, which is the polite form of you and which takes a third person verb. So yatu means you, you, and uh, it's actually a direct command. It's go, you go now to the northern direction. So I got the good And with your, go to, with uh, your, direction, your movements, unknown to uh, your family, people who are close to you. Swire means by your own, your own people. Meaning family and intimate friends, uh, your direction, your movements, unknown by them. Itorvak prayashakalak. Because uh, after this, actually very soon, Arvak is the word. Interesting word here. Uh, so I'll, try, I'll tell you why it's sort of a key word here. Uh, so Arvak means uh, from like from here on, like you know, from Itaha, from this point, going forward, something like that. From this point on, uh, Prayashak, for the most part, Kala, the time, or the age that's coming, the time that's coming, will be Pungsanguna Vikarshana, literally will diminish the good qualities of Vikarshana. Vikarshana means... um, the dictionary removing, destroying. So from here on, from this time forward, uh, there will be a time that will destroy the good qualities of people. So he's saying, first of all, physically you're gone. I mean, you know, your your body is really deteriorating. There's no question of you enjoying life here. Socially, you're making, you're completely humiliating yourself. You're just begging food. You're like taking the scraps, like like a man throws table scraps to a dog. So Bhima, who killed all your sons, is, is just throwing some food at you. You have no shame. You have no dignity here. Yeah, your body's only going to get worse. The time, the time is going to get worse. The age is going to get worse. Kali is coming. So he's really telling him, you have absolutely no good reason to stay here. You need to renounce now. And uh, so that's it. Those are Vidura's instructions. And then it said, Evam Raja Vidurena Nujena Pragyachakshur Bodhita Ajamida. So thus Ajamida, Dhritarashtra, who 
Ajamina refers to the uh, royal line that he comes in. Bodhita was awakened. His actually, uh, he was awakened by his younger brother Vidura. Thus, the king Ajamida, King Ajamida, King Dhritarashtra, uh, was awakened by his younger brother. Awakened, or or uh, he was enlightened by his younger brother, and he became Pragyachakshur. He he now had the eye of wisdom. So this is throughout the Mahabharata. This is said that Vidur, even though he didn't have physical vision, but uh, now he had the eye of wisdom. So he could see now, in the sense that he had wisdom. So Chitwa Sweshu Sneha Pashan Dridimno. So cutting the very heavy ropes or tight ropes of affection for his own people. Chitwa Sweshu Sneha Pashan Dridimno. Dridimno means like really hard, hard tough these ropes that are very hard to cut very hard to break but and 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 the rope here is that the ropes of affection for one's own people so cutting that doesn't mean you don't care about people it just means that your affection for them your concern for them is not based on a bodily attachment but rather on you know you can care about people seeing them as souls but not because of bodily attachment. So Chitwasweshu Sneha Pashan Dratimno Nishakrama, he stepped out, literally, he went out, he left. Um Darshi Tagva, when his brother had shown him clearly the path. That's what it means. Pratrasandarshi Tagva. The path had been clearly shown to him by his brother, and he left. Nishakrama literally stepped out. He went away. So we'll stop there at one thirteen twenty nine, and uh, and then starting at one thirteen thirty. Hopefully next Sunday, uh, we will learn about how his family reacted. He didn't make a big announcement. They didn't have a farewell party, a going away party. He just left. probably in the middle of the night because otherwise everyone sees you leaving and um, of course you had people with him to guide him but uh, so we, we've Vidura we heard about Vidura's feelings and then uh, telling Vidurastra this is your real situation he convinces Vidurastra leaves now how does everybody react all of his family when they hear that this elderly person in this um, medically, physically compromised state has gone away. So that'll be next time. Uh, so let me see if there are any questions here. Comments? Um, Any questions? I mean,
So, Jagatpalana, uh, what has Dhritarashtra done to deserve being enlightened by Vidura? That's an interesting question. Well, he wasn't all bad. I mean, there were times when he actually acted properly. And if his son had not been an Asura, his son was actually an Asura, he might have done better. He was, he didn't initiate all the evil. He just tended to uh, allow it. So, and he did have real respect for Krishna. And sometimes he even chastised his son, obviously ineffectively and inconsistently, but he was not, in that sense, an evil person. He actually had some, I don't, I don't know if I could say devotion to Krishna, but certainly great respect for Krishna. And if he, if he would have had a good son, he probably would have done the right thing. Okay, uh, how does one survive? This is Stella's question. They didn't put, they tried to put a lot of question marks so I can notice it. How does one survive then in this day and age? Can't surrender in the temple. It's too abusive. Well, not all temples are abusive. Let's be a little objective here. Can't work in a job. It's too abusive. Well, not all jobs are abusive. Can't live on the streets. It's too abusive. Uh, well, find a, uh, yeah, I mean, there are some good things in this world, you just have to find them. So uh, what was the, what was this instruction specific, was this instruction specific to Dhritarashtra? To leave home and go to die without telling anyone, it seems cruel. Is it for a specific state or a period of our lives? Uh, I don't know if it was cruel. I mean, if you would have told them, they probably would have blocked the door, the gates or something. It's just, no, you can't leave. You can't leave. It's just, he just had to go. Um, in this age, no. I mean, we can't imitate this. This is Dwapar Yuga. And these are powerful souls involved in Krishna Leela. I think we can take the spirit of this, that we should not be too entangled in family affairs uh, when as our age advances and we have to focus on Krishna consciousness. So I think we can take the spirit of it, not necessarily go off into the wilderness. When, how does a person know that a person, that, I'm sorry, when or how does a person know that the purpose of their body is fulfilled? Well, in this age, uh, we have so much technology that we can still, in many cases, uh, be very useful, even when the body is, I mean, Prabhupada, even when he was, uh, his body was very weak and uh, near its end, he was preaching. So, and people were recording what he said and so on the microphone. So, um, we should, um, it's a good question. Uh, Dhritarashtra was not really spreading Krishna consciousness out of the palace. And so if we, in a sense, if we can 
serve Prabhupada's mission, do useful things for Prabhupada's mission, uh, then uh, in a sense we have renounced material life. So in this day and age, we don't simply go to the forest, but we uh, we dedicate ourselves to preaching. I think that's the equivalent in this age. Uh, when you get to a certain age, just try to do everything possible uh, to spread Krishna consciousness. So, uh, Nandalila, leave for the north immediately. Uh, this is Bhagavatam 1.13.28. It seems that many instructions in Shastras and by Acharyas are for a time, place, and circumstance sort of situation, a sort of situation. How can devotees now and in the future interpret these correctly without risking becoming inflexible, fanatical, but also without deviating from the essence? Well, if you live in the southern hemisphere, uh, you would not go north because then you just, you know, it'd get nice and tropical and you could just lay around and swim all day. Um, so obviously in the southern hemisphere, it would be go south. But the real point, Prabhupada said, like Vana Prasta, going to the forest because in those days people would leave the comfort of villages and, uh, I mean, villages back then even, they were agricultural villages, agricultural villages, dairy villages, and so you get the best food actually in the villages. So going north meant going to the mountains, living in more, I mean, the essence of it is living a more austere life, not indulging so much in bodily gratification or simply relishing uh, feelings and affections based on bodily attachment. That's really the essence of it. So if one at a certain stage in life dedicates oneself to spreading this movement, that's really what it means. That That's because <clears throat> in those days it was Dwapara Yuga. So when you went away, that was the example you said. That's how you taught others by giving up material life. But in this age, people don't understand what that means. If people hear, oh, someone so-and-so went to the mountains, they'll just think, oh, he's a nature lover or whatever the thing so in this day and age we directly try to preach we directly try to help people understand spiritual life and so giving up when one has not given up and one has fulfilled one's family responsibilities the children are grown then at that point one should focus on spreading this movement uh let's see okay some other stuff just came in and my screen just jumped so, um, when, how's, when, how does a person know that the purpose of their body is fulfilled? Well, when you've done your duties, especially family duties. Oh, I almost skipped that one, okay. Let's see. Lilakar, uh, there's emphasis the body will dwindle and die, even though one may not see death taking place at the present moment. Well, actually, people die every day. Just read the obituary. Does birth and death take place constantly in, uh, in one's own life, in a metaphorical sense? Uh, I don't think we need to be too metaphorical. I think it's just basic mortality. Uh, so, Krishna Shakti, when, how does someone know that the purpose of their body is fulfilled? Uh, when you've done your duties, 
especially for households. And I already think uh, I might have mentioned that already. Yeah, I mean, if, especially if you have family and you've fulfilled your duties, then you've done your duties. And you've done the best you can, and then you have to focus on Krishna consciousness. Prabhupada's own example is even when he was the Acharya, founder of Acharya Viscon, he tried to encourage his sons in Krishna consciousness. He was giving a little money, you know, money every month uh, for his ex-wife. And so, so I mean, in this age, we just have to be moderate. That's just the way it is. Okay, so thank you all. I think I did all the questions. And... Uh, Thank you all for listening, and hopefully, uh, oh, I read Krishna Shakti's question three times. I was just informed. Well, good question. So thank you very much. I uh, hope you're all well, and hope we'll be back together again next Sunday. Hare Krishna. Oh, another question just came in. My God, they just keep, questions keep coming. Um, Leave for the north immediately. It seems that many instructions in Shastra and Vaicharyas are for a time, place, and circumstance. Oh, I think I already did that. Uh, how can we interpret these properly in the present age? Well, common sense and talk to people. If, you don't, if one doesn't have common sense, try to talk to someone that does. Okay. Uh, Anyway, sorry to keep you. Uh, okay, so we'll end here. All right, Krishna.